On the 106th episode of Fantasy Lens, we develop our own buddy cop show, try to remember the last good comedy. We also talk about Le'Veon Bell, other big stories from week 10, decide if we want to trust or bust some players for week 11, and give our boys of the week. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens. It is heading into week 11, getting Can't down that, that home stretch, and the Le'Veon Bell saga is over. It's finally over. Probably the worst top three fantasy draft pick of all time. Well, I mean, yeah, was he, was he consensus? Cause I, I, mean, I guess when I drafted it was a little bit later and he was falling to the end of the first round. Um, but yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm glad I was in late drafts. I'm so glad because there were a couple. If it was earlier, yeah, I might have drafted him in a couple leagues, but mm-hmm. I'm so glad I did it. Although and then I had the last pick, I'm in three leagues. I had last pick in two of them, and yours, I had fifth pick. I think he might have still been around, and I picked Barkley. And your dad called me a homer. That was a smart homer <laughs> pick. That was a very yeah. smart homer pick. And I was like, "All right, I'll take it. Whatever." But uh it's working out pretty well. Actually, yeah, I would like to actually know what pick he went in our league. I can't remember. Who I don't ended know if he went right before me or right after me, but I know I didn't pick him. Oh well that's smart. <laughs> um yeah, so it looks like you know, as long as he's good to go, Connor is the guy from uh now until the end of the season. So whoever got Connor, fucking good move. Hopefully you got him if you drafted Bell. And you just you know, yeah. Cut bait and on Bell. Didn't get him, just like fucking kicking themselves. Because I remember just staring at the waiver wire before the season started, and like, oh, do I pick him up? Like, I'm probably gonna drop half the people on my team. Just pick him up. Just do it, idiot. And I didn't. And the next day, somebody else did. And now, I mean, that's probably the best free agency pickup in the history of fantasy football. This guy's gonna finish as a top five skill position player. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, he's been ridiculous. Can you remember another guy that was a free agent that didn't get drafted and finished in the top five? I'd have to do some actual research on that, but that'd be... Maybe uh, Kamara last year. A lot of people didn't draft him. Yeah, maybe Kamara. You know what? That's because I remember Allison drafted him. He, yeah, he was like late. Like he was like, oh, yeah. I think it was Allison's last or second to last pick in our league. And that fucking just went off. But like, I'm gonna guess a lot of leagues, Kamara didn't get drafted. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, alright, so Kamara slash Connor in the past two years. That's fucking crazy. Two years in a row. Like yeah, that. I can't remember years before that, but yeah, definitely two years in a row. Those two guys. Damn, that's, fuck. But, yeah, Bell has to be the worst top pick ever. Be, I mean, like top five pick ever because, I'd much rather my player get injured for the year and just like, all right, I can mentally put it behind me. But this was like a, I mean, I, 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 yeah, I mean, there were people who were able to trade like Bell. So like someone recently in one of my leagues traded Bell for Golden Tate, you know, nice, got yourself a, you know, a, a wide receiver two slash three, maybe, and, you know, just cut bait on a running back that you have no use for. Yeah, um, the fucking guy in our league with Bell got offered Connor 
like what was it two weeks ago when they said when there was like a bunch of news reports that bell was coming back or something it was just like he like posted a picture of him working out in a, in a pittsburgh oh yeah, yeah yeah and everybody and he was like see you later florida or la or wherever he was living and um everybody's like oh bell's coming back you should be back at practice this week this was a couple a couple weeks ago and the guy who has bell texted me it was like oh i got offered connor uh, i was like oh dude you gotta look at that <laughs> um, <laughs> it was like connor for cooks or something and he said no because he thought bell was coming back wow that's well look you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, right <laughs> then he wound up trading that guy cooks anyway for um uh like trash like crowell and <laughs> somebody else <laughs> it's like oh jeez jesus Christ. i wouldn't have, i would have never traded cooks at, again after after i just like screwed myself so bad not accepting the first one i just yeah. would have never that's like what... off the whole his whole team besides connor and i still would have said no i was like no i already fucked myself i'm not i can't do this you knew the next move you yeah. made with that was gonna be yeah it's like when you're, ju- you're just on tilt and you're just like fuck it yep you're like, well, i'm gonna get something for it yeah yeah, that's yeah, yeah, Ripple got him on full tilt. <laughs> also, Kamara was RB drafted RB59. Wow. That's ins- and ended up what? Like four, RB like four. Shit, man. Well, I mean, I don't know what, what are they basing? Like what? They're like, I guess, like, I don't know what like site they're using, but who cares? I guess, you know, just mix them all together. He's RB4 based on point scoring. Well, this is just why it's important to have um, <laughs> handcuffs for top RBs, especially if they're top RBs on like, really good teams, teams that are yeah built to like have good running back infrastructure. Like, I wouldn't want Barkley's handcuff because he does something out of nothing. But like, if you're a Gurley owner and you're not owning Gurley's handcuff, even if you don't know who he is, just do it. Like, Nat, like, it's worth the bench spot. Yeah, uh, Brown, uh, right? Malcolm uh, Brown, yeah. Malcolm Brown. Yeah. He actually, I mean, he actually, for when, I think Gurley went out, um, like with, he had something with his eye. Like, you know, those little beads that come up in the fucking turf. Got him in the eye. Mm-hmm. And he was out a couple plays. And he came, Brown came in and fucking made a phenomenal play versus the Saints, uh, to tiptoe his way into the end zone. Like, he, like, he looked like he's good. The, the offensive line is good. The, the, the offense is built to, to move. Like, you're right. Like, a team like that, you need someone like him if you have Gurley. Yeah. Like, I held on to Chubb all year. And in your league, didn't even think about bringing him off the bench. Didn't touch him. Didn't do anything with him the first eight weeks. Um, And I was like, I'm not – nope, not budging because something happens to Hyde. I didn't think he was going to get traded. But I was like, ah, they're either going to move on from him. They're going to bench him or he's going to get hurt because he always gets hurt. And that – team is i mean he was getting a lot of touchdowns it was a good running team yeah uh so i was like i'm not fucking touching chubb i'm not gonna be the guy who owns the starter all year and then gets killed by the backup you know i don't blame you but um handcuffs are important a lot of people don't believe in handcuffs also um i was just looking through what uh google to find Kamar's uh, average draft position last year, and there uh, there's a, a article that says ten players to avoid at, the, at their ADP. Number one, Alvin Kamara. 
wow. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that one turned out to be a bit wrong. Screw that one up. Pretty bad article. But that's another reason, that's another thing, reason why I also like, like, in the later rounds, I know there are a lot of people who like to just draft, like, these, like, piece of shit veterans that, like, oh, they hope they maybe have one more season, like, to get them, like, five points a game. Whereas I like to try and uh, go for, like, the, you know, the younger players that have that possibility of upside, like a Kamara or a fucking, even like a Connor. Like, you don't even know. Like, you want, like, these young players that, you don't, you know, unproven but have the ability. Whereas someone's going to draft, like, a fucking, I don't even know. I want to think of, like, a shitty player. Mm. Um I, I can't even think of a shitty player right now in my head. This is, when you have so many, well, I got something have, like a Fitz where he's good, but he just is. It was one year too many. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I fell into that honey trap this year. I mean, yeah, not even. I'm not even going like thinking that. I'm thinking like a fucking Kelvin Benjamin. You know, like someone's oh, yeah. gonna draft a Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, you can know what? Take him, and I'll go for the guy who's unproven and has a possibility of maybe exploding. And if not, you fuck, you drop him. Just like you'll yeah, drop Kellen Benjamin. Because I think they both have the same bus potential, like a a veteran with a name that you're not going to – that isn't a star and a rookie that could be a star. They're, they both could very well be bus, but one has a chance of being a top guy in the league and the other doesn't. Exactly. Like a Kelvin – if you're – yeah, if you were deciding between Kelvin Benjamin and I, even like a – okay, so – Ronald Jones was really bad this year and uh, obviously isn't ownable or going to be ownable. In well, he had a hundred re- uh, receiving yards, I think, or rushing yards this past week or something. Like yeah, that. it's somehow ridiculous really good game. But yeah, well, 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 I'm just saying he hasn't been any good. But if you had the choice, even like Kevin Benjamin was is never going to break, like going to be a top ten wide receiver. But if you told me that. Ronald Jones was a top ten running back. If he was um, what Chubb is doing right now, I wouldn't put it like past you. Yeah, no, that. But that's that's what you take. You take that. You know, it's the potential that you haven't seen. Because again, like you said, it's the same bust potential, and you could just drop both players. But Calvin Benjamin is not gonna not gonna get there. Ronald Jones might get there. Yeah, we're seeing that with like you. It's definitely a good strategy now to take two rookie running backs in your draft, at least. Like, cause every year now, a couple of them are breaking out. But even, and you don't do it with wide receivers, cause it just takes a little longer to learn the position, unless it's a very, like. Well, I was gonna say young wide receivers, even though, like, like, maybe not a rookie, but like, I chose wrong with the, the Cincinnati Bengals wide receivers. I took Ross early in the, in, like, late in the draft, but it ended up being Boyd. But like, yeah. that's another pick. I'd rather pick one of those younger receivers than a Benjamin because. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about rookies. Okay, but I'm just saying. Specific. I was thinking. I was thinking young, young in general. Just maybe that haven't been proven. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's just the strategy. I mean, I know we're not talking draft, but I guess. All right. Well, let's just go on to some <laughs> storylines from this past week. Uh, Julio scored another touchdown, proving Anthony wrong. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Just didn't get on that roll. Um, He's rolling in the touchdowns now, really, really flooding in. Yeah. Um, but I mean, they lost to the Browns though, so that kind of put a damper on the. I'm pretty sure he would give that touchdown back if they would win. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. 
You don't think he'd get a touchdown back even no, for I'm a win? Sure. <laughs> just because of how big his drought has been. The um, I mean, Duke Johnson scored again, though. He but, seems to be thriving in this uh, new Greg Williams-led offense. Duke. Um, I mean, the most surprising offensive performance for me. Um, I know. What you, I know what you're gonna say. What Trubisky? Oh, really? I was gonna say uh, Matt Barkley. What? Uh, <laughs> No, he, he, <laughs> yeah, for sure. They didn't I even that one out of his They didn't even play can, a game. They're Bill, the Bills had the a bye. Real quick. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, and then you could go to the most surprising. Um, so Chubb RB one slash two for the rest of the year. Absolutely. Based on how he's playing. Absolutely, and it looks like um, I think they've uh, fixed any offensive coordinator like woes uh, uh, by you know getting rid of the the old coaching staff Haley and uh, Jackson and I think it's gonna help Mayfield and also help that'll help Chubb so I, I don't know I just I just like what they're doing with and the is, offense that's a nice and young is Duke back to his flex every week self or do you still not trust him oh I definitely I, I still yeah. trust him as a flex I think he's gonna be a five catch guy going from from now until the end of the season. Okay, and now I'm just running down Browns because there is just a lot of weirdly important Browns. Uh, Jarvis Landry, been really quiet the last few weeks. Um, coincidence or telling? I think it's part of the offense I think it's of what they're telling. doing. Um, if I, if you want to pick a flex player to have for the rest of the season, Duke or Landry, I think I'm going to pick Duke. I just think the way they're going to move that offense and the way they're going to run it for the rest of the season is going to be like, uh, like, like a, like a Browns light. And I think that, I don't know if that, fits. how can a Browns team be a Browns light? Browns light? Well, yeah, it's a, a, a light brown. Um, it's going to be not as, I think, I think Haley was trying to do too much. And I think what they're doing now is going to be a little, yeah. like a lot more running. And but if they're better now, how is it light brown? It'd be darker brown if anything. No, <laughs> no, because they're, they're scaling it back, so it's light. It's the light version of that offense, where it's going to be more running, a lot of screen pa- passes, and I don't think uh, Landry is going to get the volume that he was seeing earlier in the in the in the season, which I think is just going to help the offense though. And next, obviously, next year I think they'll have a more dynamic. Um, set up, but for now, I think it's gonna really, uh, help Chubb and it's gonna help, uh, Duke and Mayfield. Yeah, if you can, um, run it for five yards a, a carry, then you don't really need, um, Landry, who's like, catches a, a five running yards back, a, catch. a fake running back. He's <laughs> like, catches three yards, so he's like a running back in hiding. Well, that's why it was a joke we said like earlier on. It's like if if you need eight yards, Landry will get you eight. If you need ten yards, Landry will get you eight. Like that's <laughs> that's what it is. But no, I that's, I just think I, I like Duke more than I like Landry going forward. I don't know, maybe people will see that way, but I think he'll be a five catch back, possibly a touchdown here and there. Alright, uh, my last guy, um, on the Browns. John, what do you feel about Mayfield? Last four games: twenty five, eighteen, twenty two, twenty nine. Points in fantasy. Do you, would you, uh, would you think of him as a every week starter from here on out? Um, yeah, cause I mean, especially like just like look around at some of the other QB scores for like, I don't know how it makes sense, but there's not a lot of like, even with scoring up, there's not a lot of consistent QB play. 
Yeah, it's pretty weird, actually. Like, even, like, Tom Brady has scored in the teens a bunch this year. So if you can get a guy that's low 20s, like, consistently, yeah, I would well, go for it. Even with the Saints putting up a, a ridiculous amount of points last week, Breeze didn't have, like, an insane game. Like, you would have thought it would have been, like, like 35, 40 points. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, not that much. And it's the same thing for Rivers because they're just getting out – who would have thought the Chargers looks this good and they're just getting out to all these early leads and not throwing it at all after that? Yeah, um, right? That's Kirk weird. Cousins has been the Up number one quarterback one week and then we'll get you five points another. That's frustrating. You never know with him. <laughs> the only- Mayfield, you know, Mayfield is kind of performing like, um, different type of performance, but same type of points. He's, he's tie rotting right now. He's, he's being, he's consistent. like, you want 22 points? I'll give you 22 points. <laughs> and another person who's been somewhat consistent over the past while, but I'll, I could lead into John is maybe Mitch Trubisky, as he was saying, maybe the most surprising quarterback. I mean, I don't know if you, he, he, he's had a bunch, he's had a bunch of up and downs this season, but I, mean, he's, he's, I feel QB, like he's QB seven. Yeah. It's pretty crazy considering what, how, you know, how, I mean, how, how he was last year. I mean, he's come a really long way in a really short time. Yeah, I mean, he scored at least 20 points each of the past, mm, one, two, three, four, like five of the past six weeks, but the one week he didn't, he scored eight. That was versus the Bills, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, but that was because they got up so quickly and they ran the ball. So, yeah, I mean, he's been good. So he's looked good. I, I, you know what? And I will fucking take that because I was all down. I was not big on him. Come, you know, going, when they, when the Bears traded up to get the, to get him, it was like one pick, but still, I was not, um, I was not for that pick, but. You know good. what's been really good with him is that, um, Nagy has been, uh, like one of the few coaches recently who's kind of living up to his coaching tree of, um, of what's his name on the Chiefs? Andy Reid. Andy Reid. He's, he's scheming a lot. You watch those games and there's just wide receivers running open yeah. every single week. It doesn't matter the defense they play. He's just like, he's got to be doing something right, scheming something right because there's just easy throws to be had. I feel like that's how it is when you watch, um, Rams games. That's how it is when you watch Chiefs games and those are the two best offenses. Yeah. Like sure. they just seem to, like there's just easy throws available, and, and what's funny too is that th- there's never a spy on the quarterback uh, with Trubisky, which is weird, knowing that he is prone to running and running well. He yeah, he's sneaky fast. Like it's insane that there's like defenses aren't like all right, let's let's have a linebacker spy him because of the fact uh, he will just you know if there's nothing out there, he will fucking bolt and he'll get he he made like a. F- 50 or 60 yard run or some shit like earlier in the season. Like he will run and he will run well. So like, I don't get it. I mean, he's getting your points through the air and he's getting your points through the ground. He sounds like Cam Newton to me. <laughs> I, I, it's just a good, it's just a good offense for a first year offense under a new head coach. Um, he's just doing a really good job there. Uh, he's kind of letting the defense do its own thing, uh, and with Mac and everybody and, Focusing on the offense and they're doing a heck of a job. I mean, I, I, li- I love the balance. There's, yeah. you never know if it's a Cohen game or a Howard game. Mm-hmm. Without Robinson, the receivers aren't very good, but 
Um, trade, someone's getting 100 well, yards every now and then between Miller and Gabriel, and now Robinson's back. Well, I bet you Julio Jones would wish to have Trey Burton's touchdowns because he has like six or seven of them. Like, yeah, he's, like he's little handoff touchdowns. But he, yeah, yeah, he's getting like little flips, but like they won't stop it. Like it's it, he is, he keeps finding the end zone. So I mean, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to take the Brown, uh, the Bears over the Vikings this week. It's a good offense, uh, definitely is, and that's going to be a good game. That's an interesting game. I'll be rooting. For the Vikings, because of uh, my soon-to-be-extended family in Minnesota. But, yeah, it should be a good game. Do they listen? Oh, I don't know. I well, don't even know if they know I have a podcast. Oh, well, then, well then, who cares? But then who cares about them? Yeah, you don't, if they don't listen, you don't have to say it. No, I'm rooting for the No, I got to tell them about it. <laughs> Next family function. Yeah. But they're so nice. They would listen if I told them. They're just, they're just so nice. They're from Minnesota. Well, yeah, they're from Minnesota. It's in their blood. So, um, Alright. Also, another surprising... More baffling offensive performance. I'm not talking about the Jets. Uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks <laughs> had like 500 yards of offense and scored three points. 406 mm. passing yards by, by Fitzpatrick and you can't throw a touchdown? I don't understand how that's possible. I've never seen anything like that. I don't think anyone has. It's like the first time in like 30 years or some ridiculous It's shit. madness. And what's crazy is he throws, he, he still had a great like fantasy game. Two interceptions, he, no touchdowns. He didn't. <laughs> he had like, Twelve, like eleven well, points. I guess in the in the league I play with, in the league I play in, it is uh, there's bonus points for throwing for over three hundred. Uh, that's bullshit. For over three hundred. Fuck off, bonus. Yeah, yards. Fuck off, like, bonus you points. You can't say he had a great game when you're in some crazy scoring. Some well, wonky not a, league. It's not a wonky. I mean, you get like I think it, you get, uh, it definitely seems very wonky. I think you get one point for throwing <laughs> for over three hundred and like two points for over or three points for over throwing four hundred. But it was like he had like a twenty point game. So I feel bad because. Um, D had a really good week in fantasy, but she lost by five. And, um, she asked me for advice on who she should start during her bye week for a quarterback. Mm. And I was like, ah, just roll fits out there. All right, I got a quick, I got a quick, uh, Twitter thing, Ooh. actually. Uh, just came in right now. It's funny. Um, so we, uh, I'll out this guy, I guess, uh, uh at jbullard1982. Just asks us if he has the right wide receivers in, in his lineup. He has, obviously, Antonio Brown and Mike Thomas. Must have been his first two picks. Um, then he has Willie Sneed mm-hmm. as his wide receiver three. He played three wide receivers. And then um, wide receiver slash tight end. Wow, he's a weird uh, league. He has Anthony Miller. And then a wide receiver uh, full flex is uh, he has Philip Lindsay. So let's, let's, so let's forget about that. He has Miller, Sneed, Thomas, Brown. His bench is Traymond Williams and Golden Tate. I mean, I, I, I would play Golden Tate. So Golden Tate over Miller. Uh, what about Sneed? Probably over Sneed. And what no, about? I'd do Golden Tate over Sneed. Yeah, I go with Golden Tate over Sneed. Golden Tate over Sneed. And then, okay, so Anthony Miller, would you play Tremont Williams over Miller? No. I don't think you, I no. don't think, I, I don't think so. I think I would in the, just in the fact that you already have Brown, Thomas, and Tate. I would take the, the boom of Tremont Williams. I mean, Anthony Miller is pretty fast and good at booming. Yeah, he's a boom guy too. He, he reminds me of um, of Deshaun Jackson, the of Ty Williams a little. Yeah, I can see that. Ah man, so you guys would go Miller over Williams? Yeah, yep. and I go Tate. I wouldn't worry too 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 much about Tate's first game. I don't think he's gonna come back crazy. But what did he play like sixteen snaps? So yeah. it's obviously um just a first game working him in type thing. He was barely on the field. All right, so Brown Thomas Tate. 
And then would you play Snead over Miller or Williams? No, we said Miller already. No, I said Miller over Williams, but William but also Miller over Snead. What? Yeah. We, we I said rank Kate it Miller, and Miller. Sneed, Williams. Wait, say it again, Brian? I rank it Miller, Sneed, Williams. Williams. Okay. Alright. I just want to let him know. John, you gotta come. Yes, gotta I'm come just back. saying we said it like eight times. Well, I, <laughs> I just said Williams or, or, yeah, but me Williams and Bri- or Miller. Me and, me and Brian said the same thing like literally eight times. Uh, I'm gonna go back on that tape. You didn't say anything it's, about it's fucking frustrating. Me. So, it's anyway. Very frustrating. Yeah, you are a very frustrating person, John. But, um, also, I caught that movie on some random Showtime channel last night for the first time in about three years, and least, it was funny as ever. At least on Showtime, which is good, they won't like cut scenes like they would on like FX or TBS and shit. I hate that. Well, yeah, have any of you guys seen Super Troopers too? Yeah, I didn't like yeah, it. it was alright. I didn't. Like I didn't it. see it. Yeah, I was just wondering if it was good. Watch it on the plane. I feel like it was just they were forcing it, uh, as you'd expect them. 10 years, 15 years later to try and force jokes. I don't know. I didn't like it. All right. Fair enough. But, I mean, I didn't see it. So but I'd say, I still, I would say watch it, figure it out, you know, for yourself. Maybe. It's, it's just, I don't know. It wasn't anything special. Mm. It didn't have any of like the, of any of the magic and just kind of co- like easy kookiness of the first one. Yeah. It feels forced. Yeah. So not good. Shit, I'm sure they reran a lot of jokes. That's what happens when you wait too long to make a sequel. You rerun all the jokes. Yeah. Because it's just like, Oh, remember all these things that you loved about the first one? Yeah. It's just, yeah, what are you going to do? It was upsetting, but all right. I don't, I did enjoy the Canadians though. The Canadian cops were kind of funny. They weren't too bad. They weren't too bad when they were in their house together. But, uh, anything else about week, uh, 10 you want to go over? Um, yeah, I'm gonna make a comparison of somebody from this year, <clears throat> this year to somebody from last year. Ooh, okay. I'm gonna say Aaron Jones is this year's Dion Lewis. Where Lewis was, you know, in, I mean, Jones wasn't injured, but, you know, they didn't play the first few weeks. It took him a couple of weeks to get up to speed, and now they're just gonna rip on through and possibly win you the playoffs. Dion Lewis was like a last five weeks of the season, like scoring 25 points plus every single week. I think this is Jones as well. I think Jones is this year's Lewis. He is just like your playoff wet dream. Perfect guy to have on your roster right now heading into the playoffs. Somebody you didn't spend high draft capital on. I can't uh, disagree. I mean, Ty Montgomery is gone. They obviously have now they gave like 85 or something, 90% of the snaps. Uh, and touches to Jones last game. They finally have seen that he is the guy that needs to be getting the ball. So, and he looks oh, yeah. good, and he, and he looks good when he gets it. So. Looks really good. So. Just give up your fucking, just give up a little teeny bit of, I know Williams is just a teeny bit better at pass protection, but goddamn, Mike McCarthy shouldn't take you five weeks to realize giving up just a little bit of pass protection for a far superior runner is worth it. Yeah. Uh, that guy. That yeah, exactly. And, and you know what's a good pass protection? Running Having ball. a good running game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, Jones, especially I think on uh, tomorrow night or Thursday night because it'll come out tonight on uh, Thursday. Um, he should have a good game versus Seattle. All right. Um, let's see what else. Oh, anything else? The Bengals' offensive coordinator is, got fired because Johnson of the Saints. Is David Johnson back with Leftwich? I mean, just from a volume perspective, I yep. would say yeah. He just especially in PPR because he seems to be getting a lot more passes that 
I don't know, for whatever reason, the previous guy wasn't Dalen. Yeah, he had his third most yards from scrimmage this past week versus Kansas City. Not saying Kansas City has a great defense and he give up yards, but that's pretty solid. And like John said, from a volume standpoint, Leftwich is going to get make sure he gets the ball a yeah. lot. Yeah, I mean, he almost had 100 rushing, 100 receiving, which is Classic. exactly what yeah. you thought Jones, I mean, Johnson was going to be. Also, Anthony, you mentioned the Bengals. They Somehow they Hugh Jackson has a job with them. Like two weeks after getting fired from the Browns. Like. Gotta love patronage. He, like, does he have some shit on, on some, on some owners or something where they, they just don't want to fire him or rehire him right away? Nah, I mean, I can see Marvin Lewis being like, oh yeah, let me get my, fr- he's my friend. He's also a good fall guy. Mm. Oh, that's shit true. On him if I lose in the playoffs or don't make it to the playoffs, which they probably won't now. Anthony was down at him, uh, down on the Bengals a week ahead of time. So we missed that. He was, he was down on them at the mm-hmm. right time. He was just saying that because they were playing the, uh, the Saints. I mean, but that makes sense. Do you, um, <laughs> have you ever, When's the last time uh, a tight end has scored over 40 points like Ertz this week? I don't Like I really 2013 Gronk or something? Hey, but who, has, has a tight end ever gotten 14 receptions that I can remember? 14 receptions on 17 targets. Like, that's insane. Yeah, that, that was nuts. So, uh, go Ertz. I mean... I was a couple of years early on him, <laughs> but he's the best tight end in the game right now, right? Based yeah. on, based on, I mean, talent wise, him and Kelsey are probably similar, but I think the offense that, uh, sort of runs through Wentz and Ertz more so than it just runs through Mahomes and Kelsey. So I just think that makes him better fantasy wise. Like, I think talent wise, sure. talent wise, they gotta be similar, right? Like, yeah. And, um, Kittle's, Really biting at the heels of Kelsey right now. Yeah, Kittle, he, man, he, he looks. Him is number two. He looks good, and if he was on a proper team, if imagine if he was with Wentz, like he'd be putting up Earth numbers. Like that's how you know it'd be. It'd be insane. So yeah, I like I like Kittle a lot. He's definitely gonna be. I mean, he'll be a top five tight end this year. He'll be. Drafted as a top five up tight end next year. He looks good. And I mean, if we, I just want to really want to stick to the tight ends really fast. OJ Howard looks awesome. I know. Yeah, the tight end. I mean, I mean, it's the year of, I mean, Ertz and Kelsey, we knew they were going to do that. They knew they were going to be awesome, but Kittle was a possibility and Howard, same there. That mean, but they're going to be good tight ends for years to come, in my opinion. Mm hmm. But All right, John, take us, take us, uh, week 11 into next week, into the next week. Week 11. Right. Week 11. Um, week 11. It's impossible to find highest fantasy scoring outputs, like in history. I don't think places don't really, uh, keep track of that. Yeah, where's the Elias sports book of fantasy? Elias, sorry. Elias. I'm not calling him Elias. Alright, um, so let's go to the, for now named, predictive week 11 trust or bust questions. Trust or bust! I don't know if you guys 
I just kind of made this up right now. I don't know if you guys Chester want to. Chester Bus sounds like um, like having drunk sex at a, a party and you're trusting somebody to pull out. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was gonna say like attend like a crappy like VH1 show, but that's that's even worse. <laughs> oh, I was I was thinking like a, a really um, you know, a, like a promiscuous night that could ruin your future. Oh man! <laughs> All right, um, now onto the trust or bust segment. <laughs> what do you got, John? What's our first uh, trust or bust? All right, um, first one, uh, Mike Evans. Three of his past five games, he's been single, single digits. I'm uh, happy about that, by the way. Yeah, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. It's just like he. Started out pretty strong, and then, like, Jameis came in, messed them up, and then Fitzmagic hasn't been able to, to write, put him back on the right path. Um, this week he's going against the Giants, so, pretty decent matchup, although Giants defense is actually, not terrible. Not as bad as, uh, you would think with their record. And it's Tampa in a cold climate. That's true, so that's a strike against. Uh, are you trusting or busting him? Like, it's really tough to say to him. <laughs> Yeah, are you busting Mike Evans right now? No, <laughs> I really hope Mike Evans pulls out. I, I oh, go ahead. I don't really trust that offense for the rest of the year. I know uh, they move the ball very well, um, but I think I mean they're not they're not going to go back to James this way this year, and we know that Fitz can kind of fade as the year goes on. So I just. Don't know who to trust in that offense at all. Obviously, you're not gonna ever bench somebody like Evans, but if you were banking on him being the wide receiver one that he was the first five weeks, I think you gotta lower your expectations just a little bit. Um, I mean, I don't think expectations are that high right now. Um, so I'm gonna trust him to be in wide receiver two status this week. And I know it hasn't shown the past few weeks, but you can only hold him down so long. And he's a good wide receiver. Trust is what you're saying? Or until he trusts? No, I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust him. And I think he's going to right the ship this week. It's been two bad weeks in a row, and I don't think he's going to make it three. They're going to force feed him the ball, whether – whether it works or not, I think, I mean, I think it's gonna work, but they're gonna, he's gonna get like 12 to 14 targets. And if he comes down with seven or six of them, that should be a good game. So I'm trusting him. You know what? John, what about you? Um, I'm gonna go with, I trust him this week against the Giants. Alright. It's a very game by game basis, basis though with him. Yeah. I don't, I don't. He's broken your trust before, John, so you can't. Yeah. Can't go too out, too far out on a limb. (laughs) Alright, who's our next? He's busted too many times (laughs) when you've trusted. Listen, if he busts when I trust, that's, that's on you, man. That's, that's gonna end up being on you. (laughs) Don't say that when we're talking about busts. Um, (laughs) alright, second guy is Cortland Sutton. He's had, a bunch of like nine and eight games the past few weeks, even before Demarius Thomas was gone. He's been just below like what you want as a steady, just 12 point, you know, 
steady flex player. Now without Thomas, does he, are you trusting him? They go against the Chargers this week. Defense, pretty good, but pretty, like in the middle of the pack for giving up wide receiver fantasy points. Would you trust him this week? Or would you go against someone else like, like a Tyler Lockett that's more, you know, gets less targets, but has a much higher ceiling? Uh, so if we're going against him or Tyler Lockett, I'm taking Lockett. I, first, especially versus Green Bay at home. Uh, he's just a guy who's going to catch a deep ball and he's obviously is trusted more by Wilson. Not saying I don't trust Sutton to be maybe a wide receiver three. Um, but I would much rather have someone like a Lockett right now than Sutton. He's the kind of guy that's going to catch a deep ball. Just like that. Yeah, I agree with Anthony. <laughs> I um, <laughs> I like Lockett's touchdown potential. Sutton is uh, Thomas, right? He's Demarius. Not what exactly Demarius Thomas was doing before he left, which was getting around ten points a game. Um, I just don't know if that offense is has much room for two viable fantasy starters. And seeing as Sanders is the guy. Um, Sutton will get you your 18 point games, maybe every four games once in a while, but I think he's going to average around that 10 mark. So uh, I guess it depends what your, um, confidence is in the rest of your team. If you have two good wide receivers and you're just looking for some points, then go Sutton. But yeah, if you're, if you need, um, some fireworks, I'd go lock it. There it is. Right. Lock it in my pocket. Fair enough. Um, let's see. We, we already talked about this, but Alan Robinson obviously burst back onto the scene. Very tough matchup against, not very tough, tough matchup against Minnesota. Could very be, tough. could be bad weather in Chicago. I don't know. They don't have a dome there, Brian. Don't worry. Um, would you, would you trust him this week to do a back to the back great performance or are you, are you not buying the hype just yet? Is he too inconsistent for your likings? You want me to start? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I was started last time. I'm not taking him out of my lineup after he just got you over 30 points. Um, let's see where this new, new relationship goes, you know? He's, he's, uh, been injured for a while. He just came back. Him and Mitch looking chill together, real nice and chill. Um, so I'd like to just see where, where these two lovebirds take this thing. Um, so I'm going to trust until he breaks my trust with a bust. Okay. So yeah. So just like get out of your head. Just, just have fun. Don't think about it too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is, this is just a nice, easy going thing and, um, maybe he'll bust, but <laughs> you, you know, you might as well just trust for now. While you got him. I'm gonna, I got to change the name of this segment. <laughs> it's hard to trust. Um, I mean, it's hard not to, it's hard to, to sit him after what he did, but I'm gonna say he's gonna bust. Um, oh, even though I do like the, uh, the sound of Alan and Mitch as like a, as like a sitcom. Oh yeah, it's real buddy comedy. Uh, right um, it really sounds good. Uh, or, or if you, if you flip it the other way, Mitch and Allen, it sort of sounds like it's like a law firm or like, mm-hmm. even like a, yeah. like a whiskey brand even, like Mitch, type Mitch and Allen. Like I can see. Battle. It sounds like everything, like it like, sounds yeah. like, um, <laughs> it's perfect. It's like a, 
like a what I can't think of the name for what does Johnson and Johnson do? Oh, like, shampoo, like baby powder and like stuff like that. Yeah, but what did you call all of those? Like a toiletry, like a pharmaceutical. Well, they're, aren't they like pharmaceutical? Pharmaceutical. pharmaceutical. Yeah, Mitch and Allen sounds like pharmaceuticals. <laughs> it could be a lawyer. It could. It could be a lot of things. Mitch and Allen. It's, so I like Allen and Mitch because that's like they could sell. They could sell uh, sofas. Come to Mitch and Allen's. Like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, watches. That's that's too too wide of a range for Mitch and Allen. It sounds Ooh. good. I mean, great name for a business. It is. But Allen and Mitch is like a good buddy cop. cop yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say versus Minnesota. Um, and you know, who knows? Maybe possibly some wintry conditions in Chicago mm-hmm. this weekend. I'm gonna say it's gonna be uh, bust. Busted up. But I can't, I can't fault you for playing him after what he did last week. Yeah, it's gonna be a bust like they bust up some drug dealers on the street. In South Chicago, yeah, I can see them being like kind of like a uh, like a lethal weapon with Mitch Trubisky as the as the young gunslinger. Oh, he's like is Mel he the, Gibson. Is he not? Oh, he's not the straight guy. Allen Robinson's the straight guy. Yeah. Um. Oh. I mean, Allen Robinson's definitely the Danny Glover because he's older and black. Wow! Wow! Yeah, really? Wait, 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 wait to typecast him, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> I was thinking, um, Mitch is the guy that sounds like he would have the mustache. <laughs> so Alan Robinson has the mustache, See, and uh, you would think Mitch is like the straightforward guy. So I'm saying Mitch is like uh, is like your Chris Tucker, and Alan Robinson's like your Jackie Chan. Interesting. See, I thought Alan Robinson like would be there for a while, so he's like the, the loose unit. He just like he's like he's seen it all. He's just like gone crazy. And Mitch is like the young, the young rookie cop who plays by the rules, you know. And then you know. So basically, you're thinking of like a, you're thinking of like a training day kind of thing. Oh, I was gonna say you're like in blue streak territory where oh, Mitch is yeah. Luke Wilson and Alan yeah. Robinson is Martin Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. More like that than training day because training is more like uh, I don't think Rabbit Robinson is a um, a dirty cop. He's not dirty cops. Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> well, Martin Lawrence is, I guess, not even a cop. So I guess he's a dirty. That's cop. true. Well, he's That's a true. Dirty cop if he's, he's not a dirty. Cop. <laughs> he's still a good guy. He winds up being a good guy, and he does it for the red. The white and the green. So that's good. I love that movie. That's uh, such a good one. Alan and Mitch. I like it. Okay. Uh, I think that's enough on that one. Um, all right. The next one, I'm going with Sterling Shepard against the Bucks. I really thought you were going to say Sterling Sharp for some reason, but that made oh. no sense. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards trust even just even with Eli just kind of uh, put, puts in along here. But also, it's just, my biggest fear happened this week that they won- that they came back and won, and now all the giant fans calling into FAN are being like, "Told you, man! I told you all season." This is like a like um like Buddy from Ronkonkoma. Mike, I told you all season. Eli's our guy. He's not he's not washed up. He beat the one in seven forty ers Yeah, I know. I I mean, I'm right there with you. All I had to say is all they had to do was block. All they had to do was block for him. You know, you block for him four quarters and he's still got that magic. This is the guy with two Super Bowl rings. Two Super Bowl rings. You think he can't make throws if you block for him? Yeah, this is my biggest nightmare because that was all it was now. And it's like, oh, Eli had three touchdowns in a game. And he looked good. I can't take it away from him. He had a good game. Um, It could have been a much better game. He did miss some easy throws. but That one deep throw... 
that one deep throw that he missed the Beckham where it was like the throw was eight seconds late was one of the worst throws I've seen. Yeah, it was terrible. I mean, you went against a really, really bad defense for a team that has two wins. So, I mean, yeah, good. Congratulations, you beat them. And congratulations, Giants, you played yourself. And we're probably going to have them again next year. Well, the good thing is they got to play another crappy team. And they'll probably win again. And they'll probably make him look good again. So there you go. He, they, he got he got the end the, that back end schedule that's gonna make him look good and have you for one more season. Yeah, they'll okay. they'll end up with like five or six wins, and he'll throw like maybe like fourteen, then like twelve touchdowns, and there's like this last stretch. Yeah, and they'll make him look good. Yeah, and um, and you talk about Sterling Shepard. I mm-hmm. think Evan Ingram's gonna have a nice game this week. Mm. So um, uh, I think Le- Levante David is is out. That's um, not that's not a real name. What? Yeah. Anyway, um, I think it's gonna help. Yeah, We're not a podcast that makes fun of names. Yeah, come on. Um, I think that's mainly what we do. That wasn't even a weird name. Love <laughs> anyway, um, I think Evan Ingram's gonna have a nice game as well as Sterling Shepard. Um, so I mean, this Tampa Bay pass defense is garbage. The only reason why the Redskins couldn't put up points is because their offensive line is shambles. In shambles. All, half of their wide receivers are out. Like, mm. they just had nobody to throw the ball to. How are the Redskins still leading the NFC East? Because the NFC East sucks. Like, it sucks. It absolutely sucks. The Ooh. Redskins are pretty much, um, like Adrian Peterson, Clint Eastwood movie. Like, it's just Adrian Peterson's last fucking stand. And he's the only person on that offense. <laughs> and he's just leading some gritty old team to some last stand and he's gonna bite the dust soon enough but wow that's he's... really weird <laughs> really well interesting. he's not gonna die but he's gonna like um you know <laughs> metaphorically football wise he's not gonna the last hit of the season he's just gonna turn to powder and poof, that's it he's gone he, he's just really? gonna evaporate like at the end of avengers <laughs> yeah sure I would, yeah when you say mr gruden dust, i don't feel so good mean, you know, he's gonna bring a bag of dust with him he's gonna chomp down on it the last game, because I, I was talking literally. No, I'm just saying. He's like some old guy who just seems like every game, He, I don't know why he gets 100 yards. And then when he does, they win. And when he doesn't, they lose. And it's really the only thing they got going for him. That can't be sustainable. But, you know, he's too stubborn to, to, to have it any different right now. Well, here's the thing. This week not going to work out for them. They got to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who suck, which allowed them to win by scoring 13 points? Something like that? Not going to happen. I think it was 20. Not going to happen with the Texans. So, Also, J.J. Watt and Jadavion Clowney are going to just run over and turn that offensive line into dust every time they hit them. That offensive line are, I mean, they're backups of backups. Like, it's like, it's like, um, in Swingers. That was a very Mike Francesa thing. It was the like, backups are the backups. Well, it's like, it's, it's like in Swingers. When, <laughs> Is that Mike, Mike Fran, um, Schwarzenegger? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, no, it's like in Swingers. When, when Vince Vaughn was explaining to the late, the, the, the waitress about of John Favreau, he's the guy behind the guy behind the guy. Like that is the offensive line. Like that's who they are. No one knows who the fuck they are. And they're going to allow Alex Smith to get destroyed. <laughs> So I don't think I've ever seen Swingers the entire way through. Are you serious? Mm-mm. Oh, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm. Love it. Love that movie. 
Brian, have you ever seen Swingers? I was just going to remain quiet because I'm kind of embarrassed to say I have not seen oh, it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Both of you guys are embarrassing. You're embarrassing. What's the most embarrassing movie you've never seen, Anthony? Like yeah, popular movie you, that you that you've never seen. I don't I don't know. I can't think of we gotta name a popular movie and then we I mean we have to go through a list. I mean I guess the only thing I could say is a TV show. Mm. You wanna do a TV show? Yeah, sure. Game of Thrones. Mm. I mean No, that's it, I mean, that's about it. I mean it's it's to the point with Game of Thrones where it's like there's also a bunch of people like, oh, I don't, I don't watch the show. I've only read the books. Oh, I mean, I did neither. Well, you also don't read. I so. don't read. No, um, I um, can't read. I can't. Not read. this season, but the season before, I binged it all. So I was out on Game of Thrones for a while. I was like, all right, all right, I gotta fucking get into it. Um, I finally watched Stranger Things both seasons because people were badgering me for it, and I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed the first season more. We, than we've the talked about Stranger Things. You watching it while you had strep throat for no, about first, whoa, we, we, pink eye. Oh, pink eyes, right? Uh, we, we, I think you talked about it three times, so we'll okay. Have to go back into All right, it. I'm just I've saying. never seen Caddyshack, which I feel bad about. Oh wow, I've seen it. I would suggest watching Swingers before Caddyshack. Actually, to be fair, a lot of those uh '70s comedies are just hyped up because there's only like ten movies out a year. Yeah, yeah. And there's only like three comedies. Like, limited of funny. Yeah, so I'm not gonna lie. If you like, no offense to like the RC or. Uh, or baby boomer listeners, but I will. I will. Some say comedies that, don't. They don't hold up. If you're gonna watch a movie that has Rodney Dangerfield in it, I actually much back prefer to Back to School back to over school over Caddyshack. Yeah. I actually much prefer that over Caddyshack. Hasn't been like a really standout comedy in a while. Like um, the a- Apatow movies went on a roll for a while, and th- there hasn't been one that really got me like mm. they did that's true the mid-2000s were just a gold mine of comedy movies even the early 2000s i mean it started with like old school i mean that was like well that was 2002 oh, yeah that was the one wasn't it was it it was that's still was early. That? first of all 2002 is still early 2000. was that pre-9-11 or post-9-11 yeah there was a good like role old school i love you man wedding crashers uh super bad knocked up like just and then like all like the, the, yeah, the all the Will Ferrell, Owen Wilson, <laughs> like yeah, Twenty One Jump Street is really funny. Uh, yeah, what's the last good comedy that I've seen? I can't. I you know maybe I have seen one, but I just can't remember. When, it's the problem you have when there's too many things in your head. You can't think of one. You know what I'm saying? Like there's too many. Yeah. You can't, and that's what I think. That's what's happening. But I really can't think of a a standout comedy where I'm like, this shit is hilarious. I need to like watch it over and over again. 21 drum street was one of the last, I really liked the movie neighbors, but I, it wasn't like standout. I yeah. was just like, that's the last one I remember seeing in theaters where I was like, Oh, this is funny. I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was like amazing where I want to like watch it again. Actually, uh, no, you know what? It wasn't even that, excuse me. That wasn't that funny, but like, Oh, Baywatch actually wasn't terrible. Oh, I thought that movie was absolutely awful. <laughs> really? I thought it wasn't terrible. Yeah, I thought that was really I thought it wasn't terrible. Movie. You know what's funny? Is we, we, we had a, one of our first episodes was talking about buddy cop movies because Chips was coming out. And we, I don't think any of us saw it. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I watched it. It was recently. awful. It was bad? It wasn't great. I had a really good time with it. Oh, so you, okay. <laughs> like, it's not a good movie. I, I mean, I set myself up Did properly. We, like, I was, I was a little. Lopsop doy. Okay. Lopsop doy, yeah. It was just like, <laughs> Um, I I forget what it was like a Sunday afternoon or something, and I was I was already hitting it hard. Did we expect <laughs> it? To, did we expect it to be anything but a terrible movie? I mean, honestly, right? Oh, no, yeah, of course so, it was terrible. You didn't but, go in knowing that. 
Well, I didn't go to the movie. Old I didn't school, see the 2003. Wow. Oh, it's still, it's still early 2000s, by the way. What? So I, yeah, there, I, do you think it's because there's just like, um, people are kind of afraid. You can't really, unless it's stand up comedy, there's like no boundary pushing anymore. Like you can't. Maybe. Also, like, I'm looking really at. make fun of anybody unless it's a white person. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I mean, comedy's definitely changed. Like, if you go, like, even like 2006, there's like shit, some shit probably wouldn't be able to fly anymore. It's just not, I don't think it's like, I want to say slapstick, maybe, but like, it's not even want to say that's the weather, also, it's not even the word. Physical, physical comedy hit a peak in like the mid 2000s as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. Like, you, Tommy Boy well, that was, was probably the peak of physical comedy yeah. in my lifetime, at least. Well, that was like, well, well Chris Farley is just on a different level. Also, well, that's I, the nineties. Yes, nineties. I uh, I Google searched best comedy movies twenty seventeen. Yeah, the first makes, one's Lady Bird. Yeah, it makes. And, uh, I see Get it's Out. Not a funny movie. Yeah, the second one is Big Sick, which is actually a pretty good movie. But that, I don't that's see not that, a comedy. That's not. That's not a, that it's more of a, funny, but it's not. It's like a it's comedy like drama. A, it's a crime. That's like an endearing movie. Yeah. I see Girls Trip, which sounds terrible. Well, first off, uh, you don't disrespect Queen Latifah like that. Um, it still sounds terrible. Um, Logan Lucky was good. Good reviews. I didn't see it though. Logan Lucky was good. Um, I want to see that, but I haven't seen it. Wasn't like laugh out loud funny. Like, you know, it was just like a good movie. Yeah. I I just, yeah, it's really, really weird. I don't see any good movies from 2017 that were like, John's going back to 2016 now. All right. We're, we're on a mission here. All right. Uh, maybe Deadpool was Deadpool pretty was damn funny. I, I did like. Com- I'm that's talking not about comedy. like a pure comedy. Pure comedy. Sa- sausage Party. I mean, that was all right. Mm. The nice guy. The nice guys was good, but it wasn't like ha 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 like comedy. Oh man! Wow. This is also, you know what movie I hated and won so many awards? La 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 Land. Never saw it. Ugh. I just thought it was I dumb. See it either. Um. Wow. I'm looking. at This list is pretty bad, John. Keanu, that was pretty good. I, I like. I enjoyed that movie. I enjoyed it too, but like, I, I'm not watching it again. But these just aren't the comedies, I guess, that we're thinking about. Like, you know, like that we're looking for. Like, they just weren't and not out there. People really like Trainwreck. If you go back 2005, 15, it wasn't sure. my favorite. But... Is that the is that the one with uh, Amy Schumer and Bill Hader? Yeah, that was. It it's was not my bad. favorite, but it's it wasn't not bad. bad. But is that like? I don't know. It's not. Like, it's not anywhere close to being like a classic. I just, I don't see any of these movies looking like they, man, wow. <laughs> 50 Shades of Black. Neighbors oh, yeah. was 2014. Yeah, I, I like that movie. Wasn't I, oh, I was going to say, wasn't I watching a movie a couple days ago that was really, really funny? And then I'm like, oh yeah, no, that was just 21 Jump Street. <laughs> this is the end, 2013, that was pretty good. Yeah, oh. see, that's that Judd Apatow that's whole, the- like, umbrella of comedians, which makes, which just made bangers after banger. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was kind of their last one. Um... Blockers, I mean, Blockers was decent like this year. Party. Blockers wasn't terrible. Um, I didn't see actually, it. Actually, yeah. Tag wasn't that bad. Did you guys see Tag? No. That actually wasn't terrible. I, I actually liked that movie. Oh, do you know what might have been the, the best last one? Um, I don't, I, cause I feel like it came out after 21 Jump Street. What? But the one, the last one that I've been able to watch over and over again was, um, cause Tag was a, wasn't J- was Jason Bateman in Tag? No, he wasn't. Sorry. No. Oh, uh, Jason Sudeikis. No, right? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible bosses. Horrible bosses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was really good. That was the that last, was good. Like, I can one watch that over. Yeah, yeah. Where I could just watch over and over. 
Yeah, that was really. I I didn't see Horrible Bosses too. I don't know how that how that worked. Out. It, it was kind of the same thing as Super Troopers too, where it was just like they Re- were retreading. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean it was still funny, but I I sort of wanted to see it, but same I was jokes. like, eh. but you know, Horrible Bosses. I really like that. Um, yeah, it's it's been a down it's been a downslope. Well, no, because all the movies are being like trying to be serious now and with uplifting messages or deeper meanings and sometimes i just want a stupid comedy i know why can't we just get like a <clears throat> i know it sounds like terrible like that 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 judd apatow kind of comedy or yeah. like that uh what well, that's my other problem with sports movies now every sport movie has to be an uplifting message or they overcome humongous odds give me a major league or bull durham where it's just like it's just funny and shit happens. Or what's the name of that football movie with uh, Pacino? The Replacements, and, man. Pacino and uh, Lawrence Taylor and all of them. Uh, oh, any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, like like that. Like this. well, that wasn't a funny movie. No, I know, but I'm just <laughs> give me a movie. Give me a. Well, you said sports movie. You didn't say funny movie. Oh, I meant funny sports, sports movie. movie. Oh, funny. Give sports me the movie. replacements. Yeah. Or oh, replacements. Blues. Hell yeah. Those are right up my alley. Replacements. Uh, I love. Well, varsity Blues was good. Major League was fucking great. Major League Three is the best of the trio, oh, obviously. God. You you know what? We're done talking about sports. <laughs> no, well, welcome to um, Critic Lens, where we. Discuss movies of the past 10 years. Also, I mean... 15. Yeah, Brian and I didn't even go into, like, the stupid movies that we love. I know, I know. Like, Juana Man, Land of the Lost. (laughs) All right, we can go away from that. Can we get on to to week 11 and get some... I mean, we've talked about... Certainly Shepard. All right, Certainly Shepard, we trust. And I'm going to just go, I trust Giant fans to overreact to this win even more. All right, fine. Can we do some start then? Yeah, that's good trust. Okay, uh, also, well, I mean, we can just kind of do this, parlay this one into the start says because I, I actually, I have no idea. We talked about him last week. We didn't like him last week. He had a real good game though. Mark Ingram. What are we, what what are we doing about this Mark Ingram situation? Because I just feel like this is going to be a thing where he has a good game, people play him, then he has a bad game. People are like, oh, fuck this. Now they sit him, then he has a good game. His game definitely was much better for that, uh, that long, uh, receiving touchdown, which, by the way, didn't look like he was gonna get into the end zone, and then just fucking turned it, like, I mean, I don't know what he did to those last two defenders, but he got in. Um, it was still great. Um, I sorta like him. I mean. Going up against Philly. In the dome. In the dome. You know, dome sweet dome. That's, you know, Although that's, they, that's they, what every, everyone says. But they're undefeated away, so it's not like it matters. Um, I mean, yeah, if they didn't blow shit to the Bucks, oh they would have been God, undefeated home too. Have to watch, listen to them blow the, but, the, four, yeah. the New Orleans Saints for the next yeah, five Anthony's years definitely here. busting the New Orleans Saints, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's fine, I'll take it. Uh, the last time they were this, yeah, was this, this good, um, away. It was last but, year. No, this, this good away. Was when they won the Super Bowl back in two thousand nine. So, um, I like them. I uh, I still have my reservations about starting them over some players. Like, uh, I mean, it's a heavy bye week too. It, so that's the thing. It is. It is. So I would say RB two slash three. Like, I'm just I'm worried that when they get down to the the goal line, it's Kamara and Kamara Kamara, and he had the long. Touchdown! If he didn't have that, it, they probably would have taken him out and put Kamara and Kamara would have scored. So, like, 
it's he's got to score long touchdowns because they're just going to give it to Kamara if not. Also, yeah. was it uh, like, was it like a game flow thing where they were just blowing out the the Bengals so they didn't want to risk Kamara? I mean, do you want to really? I mean, I guess so. I mean, but they still kept breathing and Thomas in and Thomas was still doing work and that's fair. Um, I just think that once they get down to the goal line or really close to it, it's going to be all Kamara. So, like I said, running back two three. He's just such a good goal line runner. Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard to say. I, I busted him out of my lineup last week, and I should have trusted him mm-hmm. in my lineup. So it's t- I, if you're gonna mentally um, compare him to somebody, I'd put him in the vein of a Jordan Howard or like a Carry On Johnson right now, where um, they're gonna get their carries, but. They could just wind up having 13 carries for 40 yards and nothing else, and you're like, oh, I'll go to four-point game. Um, but they also have the potential for, like, a 20-point game. So they're they're hard to sit with um, a bye week. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I agree. Right. At least there's volume. At least he's getting over 10 carries. Yeah, and he should continue to get that. I mean, if, they, if, they, if they're basically – you know, running the game flow because they're getting up early or, if, you know, as long as the offense is clicking, he's going to get the carries. Okay. All right, let's go on to some start sits. Start sit. Um, I just said a bunch of guys. Anthony, why don't you start? Since I'm going to start. Um, I'm going to uh, do a couple – I'll just do my, my sits all together. Mm-hmm. I am going to sit Lamar Miller this week. Um, I just – don't like what I've seen. I mean, we've been wrong about him maybe one or once or twice. He had a couple nice games, but uh not a fan of him. I think Washington can sort of shut him down. And I just I just hate Lamar Miller. <laughs> fair, fair. Um and I'm also gonna set the Eagles running backs um against the Saints. They are one of the best, if not the best, against the run, because you can pass on them. But um I'm also saying them because if Joe if Mixon couldn't really do what Mixon has been doing versus them, then what do you expect out of Clement, Smallwood, or Adams? Like, it's not going to be great. I sit all of them, and even with all these bye weeks. I don't like any of them. Also, I mean, it's just split up, so it's tough to get to know what guy is going to do what. Adams definitely looks the best of the running backs. But, yeah. um, you know, so if you wanted to play one, but I would sit them all. I don't like them this week. So... Anyone else got some sits, starts? Uh, All right, I'm going to um, start somebody, a little, probably a controversial start. Uh, it's really digging deep on the bye weeks here. If you have a Chubb or a Breda or something and you're trying to fill a hole on an RB2 spot, I'm going to say uh, Derek Henry, three touchdowns hole. in the last two games, going against a really terrible run D and ND. Um, you just, if you're looking for, a bye week running back, he's got a good chance of finding pay dirt in this one and getting a touchdown. So I think he could get you like a a ten point game just off a touchdown in forty yards. I I agree with you, Brian. Like double digit points, I think in the past three games for him. So I sort of agree with you on this one. So yeah, and it's mostly touchdown, but he's getting the, all hey, the goal work. He's getting it. So who cares? The offense has been better. Who cares? So. I, I agree with you. Yeah, put up 34 against the Pats, who, whose D has been looking pretty good the past few weeks. Yep. 
Uh, he's Jeremy Hilling right now. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, I mean, we talked about Tyler Lockett, Lockett, so he's still a start. I'm going to dig deep into, into that bag, too, of running backs that, uh, have a good matchup and that you might need to start because of all the buys, but I'm going Jalen Richard, uh, playing in Arizona. Real bad run defense. Real bad. Uh, I mean, Doug Martin looked alright, but J- uh, Jalen Richard also got like five, five catches for I think 40 yards or something like that. So especially in PPR, that's an added nice bonus for him. Um, I just, I mean, if you're digging deep, I don't, I don't think he's the worst play. Cause, mainly cause the matchup. I mean, definitely not the worst play, but, yeah, no, in PPR, yeah, not bad. Best reverse, like I said, Arizona who can't stop the run or running backs at all, in general. Um, I got a couple starts. Yeah. You guys are doing starts. Go for it, um, go for it. Austin Hooper. Um, the Falcons, uh, tight end had another nice game, and he gets to go up against Dallas, who just allowed the best tight end, probably in the league, to catch 14 passes. So, I'm going to say Hooper, you know, Find maybe five or six, maybe for seventy yards and a touchdown. I mean, not not bad uh, for a guy who's you know inconsistent, but still a top ten tight end in the league. So I like Hooper this week, and my other two starts are quarterbacks. Um, if he plays, I actually like Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. I like him. Bengals defense garbage. You're going that way, and even if he doesn't get you a ton of points in through the air. He's a guy who can run the ball. And I think Lamar Jackson, if he starts, can get you at least four to five points on the ground. Add a touchdown to that, maybe ten on the ground. So I like him. And the way Marcus Mariota's been playing, looks pretty good. That offense has sort of had some sort of boost in the past couple weeks for Dallas and versus New England. And they get to go against Indianapolis, who doesn't have the greatest defense in the world. Middle, middling defense. Middling. And the way that offense has been moving the ball, I think Mariota's another, not, not a bad play. So I like Mariota and Lamar Jackson as plays, as long as, again, Jackson plays. Now, when you say they've had boosts, are you talking about the flat cola from South Jersey? What? What? That's a thing? <laughs> that is, what? wow. <laughs> yeah, we have here in South Jersey. Um, when I moved down here, everybody uh, at my new job was like, oh, have you had boosts yet? And I was like, I don't know what boost is. They're like, oh, it's soda made here in South Jersey. And I was like, oh, cool. Uh, what does it taste like? And it's like, oh, it kind of tastes like flat Coke. And I was like, oh, I think I'll stay away from it. They're like, oh, no, you got to have it. Everybody here, uh, every everybody that's here has to try boost. Um, and I was like, why would I try the, the bad version of a, a drink? Did, I don't understand did, did why you, I'm supposed to do it? this. No, I didn't. Oh, I would have tried it at least to try it and been like, you guys suck. Every single person explains to me it's flat Coca-Cola. That sounds If that's the selling point for the soda, (laughs) like how bad does it have to be otherwise? (laughs) Try Boost. It's flat Coke. I mean, (laughs) I guess they just have a bunch of uh, South Jersey pride or area pride (laughs) where they're like, listen, we know it's horrible, but (laughs) still got to support it. This is our drink. We got to do it. (laughs) They make it better by doing – like boost slushies. They're like, oh, it's not very good, but it's better if it's in a slushie. It's That's like, still, still rather have a Coke slushie. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, give me 7-Eleven's Coke Slurpee. I'll take that. 
Wow. Um, anyway, <laughs> that was off topic. Mar- Thank you. Marcus Mariota, um, I don't too much agree with you because he's just so. Past two weeks, freaking... man. Past two weeks. Uh, I know. And Indy throws so much and has been scoring a lot, so they're going to have to keep yeah. up. So it's not a, it's not a bad call. Yeah. I just. I know. It's, it's tough. Him. No, I know. I get it. I get it. How do you feel though about Lamar Jackson with the, if he, if he starts versus a, a terrible Cincinnati defense? Like, you know, cause he just gets yards on the ground, you know. Who yeah, knows? he could save your game with ground yard. It's gonna be one of those things if he starts where, um, he's gonna, you're gonna be like, oh, why the fuck did I do this? It's gonna be halftime. He has four points and, uh, it's looking terrible. And then the next half he's just gonna be like, well, I might as well start running it and get you like 80 yards and finish <laughs> with 18 points or something. Designed runs, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Also, Harbaugh is talking about starting uh, RG3. Uh, Harbaugh should be talking about finding a new job next year because he's going to be fucking gone. He's going to be the Jets head coach probably. He's terrible. Calling it right now, long shot, Harbaugh's Jets head and then coach. The, uh, and then imagine if the Jets get Le'Veon Bell. He'll be like, oh, you know what? We're just going to split running back carries because I'm an asshole and I don't know how to work. And I'm going to let my quarterback throw 50 times a game because I'm an idiot. That's, the that's mayor fucking Harbaugh. of a town down here, hmm? uh, town right next to me. Didn't run for re-election because he – well, he's an assistant kicking coach for the Ravens and I think he got offered like the actual kicking coach job. But if Harbaugh's gone, then he uh, lose it. dropped his mayoral position for no reason. Uh, well, unless I guess you know Harbaugh, let's say, goes to the Jets and then he brings his staff with him. That's true. So, yeah. Yeah. Never know. So then he moves back. So then he looks. Then he has what he wants. He, he's back in uh, Jersey or Philly. And he does have a Super Bowl ring. So he wears it everywhere he goes. What a douche! Assistant kicking. I'm not going to say that because you know I got to keep political powder dry. That's not words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> I do not. This man at all. Also, we we established that if, probably wear. We established before if any of us ever had a ring like that, we'd wear it every every. Oh possible yeah! Chance. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, especially if you're assistant kicking coach, it's like, yeah, you know, I, I don't know, I didn't oh. even know they had assistants. You're not even the kicking coach. I applied coach. for the job, I got it, and I uh, won a Super Bowl ring. You're the assistant to the kicking coach. <laughs> you're the white fruit of kicking coaches. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> Uh, um, I mean, the chances are very slim that he listens to this podcast. It's the one guy who listens. Cause we should he do, fucking just do like one of those quick, um, like this message is not endorsed by Brian, All, like <laughs> or like not. like at the end of political messages. All right, I'll uh, start using an alias for this podcast. Yeah. Soon enough. Um, all right, I just have I have one last start just to hop over whoever. Uh, this is PPR because he's just being used as a wide receiver right now, and that is one. Mr. Theo Riddick, our original boy. He, he had like six catches for 60 yards out of the slot. He's not getting any carries just because carry on Johnson's taking over now, but he's still getting used in the slot, still seeing targets. Not that bad of a PPR uh, play. And if you're short on running backs, he's a running back, so you can stick him in your Slot back him slot. in there, baby. I like it. Theo Riddick, you know. Middle. Yeah, he's. He's like the opposite of uh, Derrick Henry, but the same outcome for your bye week, where you think Derrick Henry is going to get 10 points based off of uh, falling on his face for a one-yard touchdown. Theo Rick's going to get you 10 points based off of um, 
seven catches for 30 yards. There you go. They slot him in there for Duke Johnson who's on a bye week. So you're good. Um, all right. Do you have any more starts there? So you want to get on to our last and amazing segment for the week? Oh, you mean the. Can't help but dance to that every time it's on. Yeah, it's great. Uh, it's hard not to. Yeah, it's impossible not to. So last week I won again. Based on some gorilla math, of well, course. Anthony, well, I mean, <laughs> pretty sure I won two weeks ago. No, I lost. I think Anthony, you had I, Eckler, right? Uh, Austin Eckler and Isaiah Crowell. Oh God! Oh God! Yeah, we, we need to. We, need, we might need a boys' intervention for you because <laughs> you're having a bad oh Crowell, man. Oof! You're having a bad few weeks. Well, blame your Jets. Boys Everyone, everybody else can run on the Bills. The Jets can't do shit, man. I still have my petition out that I won last week, but that's. Neither here nor there. There's not enough signatures on that petition. <laughs> yeah, there there are some there are some doubled up signatures, some forged signatures. Ah, there's some wonky some post mortem post mortem signatures. On. I don't know what's going on here. Um, Something weird was going on who did, last week. Who did you have, John? Ah, uh, jeez, making me turn back again. Oh my god! Well, you already. I mean, I don't know why you weren't talking. Uh, I had Duke Johnson and Maurice Harris. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. Dookie had uh, his his deal. Dookie. Brian had uh, Christian Kirk and Dee Dee Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, what, was that any better than mine? Wait, how did Anthony lose? How was that any better than mine? Do I get points for a touchdown that was called back by holding? Nope. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't think Eckler had one point, so there you go. Yeah, he had one point. He had like, I think he had three. He had like three carries for 19 yards. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, um, uh, no, no. Yeah, three well, for 19. Which, if, I mean, six yards per carry. Still pretty good. I'm saying, yeah. But if we go by per carry basis, look pretty good. Crowell was probably absolute garbage. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll concede third place, I guess. I'll concede it. Well, he had a touchdown. Crowell? But 19 yards. Oh, wait. Did any of his guys have a touchdown? Well, he his guys had more total points. You had 10 points total. Basically. Ah, fucking Eckler's touchdown. If Eckler's shit <laughs> wasn't turned back, I would have fucking had second place. Stupid holding. For, this this boy segment has turned into just sit the guys that we bring up. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the point. Is like we're picking guys who are boys who maybe become men. You know, like yes. we're not picking like yeah. We you can't know, pick men. Yeah, exactly. We can't be like start Saquon Barkley. That's not boys of the week. No, that's manly men of the week. We can't be doing that. Yeah, we go out on a limb. And, yeah, we you know, put ourselves out there. We're like a we're, we're like freaking. Um, Foster parents. Not every. Well, <laughs> wow. I was gonna say not every boy's gonna make it, but that's. that's <laughs> oh, <foster> ouch! <laughs> I'm so confused as where is, as where this metaphor is gonna go. I was thinking more of like foster parents in like a really grim movie. Like right, well, every boy's not gonna make it into a man, but you, you like when one does, it makes it special. I guess more of like an inner city teacher is is probably a better analogy. It's like the, than it's uh, so it, we're we're tr- we're tr- we're trying to Hillary Hillary Swank. All, yeah. all our boys. I was just gonna say it's like the twelve all our boys. Swank, one or two boys, um, a week, uh, every other week. That you know, we're doing our jobs. What about it's like the it's like the twelve hundreds. Not every boy is gonna become a man because they'll die of some sort of disease and they only live to like. Uh, yeah, anyway. Still grim. So we're still grim. <laughs> so well, did you know that the reason why the life expectancy was so low back then is because like twenty five percent of kids didn't make it to three. But if you made it to three, it your life span was basically to sixty or seventy. Oh shit, man! Fuck. 
So if you if you took out like early childhood mortality, the life expectancy was pretty close. Not pretty close to what it is, but it was a lot closer to what it is today than you would expect. Still, it's a lot. That's pretty shit, though. Like so many fucking people died before they were three. Oh yeah, why do you think they had like twelve kids? That's great. Yeah, he had to pop them out there. Um, but all right. Anyway, um, I mean, thank thank you, vaccines. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't say it enough. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you see fucking uh, Lakewood is having a measles outbreak? It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Get together. Get your get your fucking. Oh, I, is it really? Eradicated. I didn't see it. Get that. together. Get uh, your I, vaccine. I saw there's another measles outbreak somewhere, but also that place in up Rockland. in Rockland. It, that well, place up in Wanaki or Wanaki, however you pronounce. Oh yeah, yeah where yeah. like notovirus or some weird shit is going get, on. Get your shit vaccinated, man. Come on, don't <laughs> fucking be stupid. God damn it. It's, anyway, anyway, can we get to the boys of the week? John, you won. You go first. Okay. Uh, my first boy. I am going out on a far limb with this one. Just mentioned him. I'm going Jalen Richard. I was oh, going, his boy. I'm just going for. He's gonna see. A lot of, a lot of passes, actually. He's gonna, he's gonna maybe get like 20 yards rushing, but I'm going at least 70 yards wow. receiving. Alright, I like it. And going, going against the Cardinals, so, you know, whatever. This is gonna be a trash game. Just between two trash teams, but it might be just, exciting, cause their defenses are both horrible. Somebody clean this game up, it's trash. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, you're, you're apparently second, so you get to go. I, you know, I wanted to dust my, uh, old man fits off for this one. But I have two a little more. I guess he's pretty daring at this point. But I have one a little more daring. I think Ty Williams is gonna, uh, hmm. he, he had a couple down weeks. He's gonna get back, right back into his long touchdown ways. He gets a 60 yard touchdown this one. He does it. He, he, he blows the top off them Denver Broncos. And, uh, he gets like three catches total for sixty-seven, like seventy yards. But he gets that one long touchdown. Um, uh, yeah. Just a side note. Um, what? Because people are probably screaming in. Whoever does listen might be screaming in to their, you know, whatever their listening tube thing was. Um, that I was saying Tremont Williams before when I was talking about Tyrell Williams. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, who the fuck is Tremont? Oh, no, I thought you were thinking of like Tre- the Trey. Will- I thought you were talking no, about no, no, the guy on no. the Saints. When we were now uh, Traquan Smith, that's even different. Uh, <laughs> even more different. Uh, <laughs> no, Tremont- and the funny thing is, you were looking at a picture of the guy's roster and you couldn't figure that out. Well, it said T. Williams. So I was just for some reason Tremont Williams was coming to my head, not Tyrell Williams, but that's who I was talking about. So I corrected my mistake, but yes. I do like Tyrell Williams. Not gonna lie, I didn't want to seem dumb and be like, "Who the fuck is Tremont Williams?" And be like, "Oh yeah, this guy." He's like this up and coming guy from um, like I don't know who, some random ass team. No, no, yeah, I didn't know him either. But you know, if that guy's still listening all this time, then yeah, Ty Williams, go with him as your wide receiver three. All right. Oh. So we have to we have to redo the rankings then all the time. Nah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. If you you know what though. If he just follows us on Twitter and doesn't listen to the show, then that's his own fault. Um, my, um. I was gonna be like, it's like the Seahawks just signed this <laughs> random guy on the practice squad. He's gonna fill in for number two, like there's an injury. Uh, Alright, so my, my first, I'm actually gonna stick with John on this, um, Oakland game. I'm gonna go Doug Martin because. It's your own fucking game, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> I like Doug Martin. Uh, Arizona. I like Doug Martin. <laughs> Arizona that Cardinals. Might the, that might be the first time anyone's ever said that on this podcast. Um. You remember what I hated, hated him Doug Martin. So much? Yeah, now it's not even worth hating him, is it? 
No. Um, no, Cardinals can't stop the run. So if there's someone who's going to run the ball and not catch the ball out of the backfield, it's Doug, Doug Martin. I was going to say Doug Williams, <laughs> the quarterback for the Redskins. Uh, no, Doug Martin. Uh, he's going to fuck finally break out. He's going to get up over 100 yards. He's going to find the end zone versus terrible, terrible Arizona run D. Okay, I also have another fun fact before I say my boy. Uh, you know Scar from Lion King? His original name Never is, heard of him. is Taka, which means trash in Swahili. Really? So his parents named him Trash. Interesting. Oh man, you, you know that stinks. Now I don't feel like I feel kind of bad for yeah, him. Yeah, you wonder why he turned out to be a villain. Yeah, but he literally just like let go of his brother and like to a. I mean, yeah, that was trash. Though. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, Mufasa didn't name him Trash though. Uh, I mean, his brother did banish him just because he was hanging out with some hyenas. Do you ever think about he that? He was trying to take over the pride, man. I Come mean, on. That's just lion culture, bro. He was trying to take that's over lion culture. That's nah, messed up. It's messed up. All right, my second boy is Demarius Thomas at the Redskins. All of a sudden, on the Demarius Thomas bandwagon. Well, no, I just like this matchup. Redskins give up like two hundred, about two hundred seventy-five yards a game through the air. Um, their their offenses offensive line is really banged up. I think the uh, Texas will have a lot of the ball possession this game, and. Uh, the Redskins run defense is pretty good. I think they're gonna have some trouble moving on the ground. Cause Lamar Miller sucks, as we all know. Um, correct. So they will go through the air. Kiki Kute still <laughs> might, still might not play. <laughs> they uh, I mean, Hopkins, Hopkins is still gonna be his, you know, number one self. I think Demarius Thomas had a good debut when they scripted the plays. It's called Day Butt. Um, he kind of disappeared when they went to the playbook because he didn't really know it. He's been cramming with DeAndre Hopkins. He's got a, a bye week underneath his belt to learn the playbook. I think he makes a bigger impact in this game. I'm going to go like five, four, I mean, three, two, one. I mean, I can't, I can't go 90 because he, I mean, he hasn't had 90 yards in forever. I'll go like five for 80 and a touchdown. I hope not. I'm playing against him. I like him, but I don't want him to do well. Bruh. All right, I've you know I had trouble between two running backs, so I'm gonna take the healthier one. I'll, I'll give my second one, so I know it's gonna bite me in the booty, the Kiki Boote. Um, <laughs> wow. Sorry, I was thinking Peyton Barber. He's been limited this week at practice and uh, missed last week, but Giants have been getting gashed on the ground, especially since um, Snacks got traded. So. I think I'm just talking myself into him. All right, I'll just go Payton Bart. My other guy was um, Buck Allen, uh, but screw Buck Allen. I'm going if – all right, so here yes. we go. Peyton Barber plays. I get Peyton Barber against the Giants. If he doesn't, just give me a backup Buck Allen. So I'll say Barber gets 85 yards on the ground and um, another 45 receiving. Buck Allen's your backup's backup. Wow. See, now, I think I was going to say Alice Collins, but I think he's too much of a man, right? No, he's fine. He's so he's he's he could be a boy. Yeah, he's like a you wow. know. If he, he wants, he hit he hit puberty, but he's hasn't become a man yet. Well, here's the deal. Then I'm gonna go Alice Collins because I hope Lamar Jackson plays, and I think if Lamar Jackson plays, then they're gonna not they're gonna have a different game plan. That game plan I think will include a more running with Collins, which means 
boom, more points, and they're going to see why they shouldn't be throwing the ball 40 times a fucking game. And Collins is the man going to find the end zone, 100 total yards, and a touchdown. My boy AC. Boom. Also, it's real, we didn't talk about it, but there's a couple times before their bye week where Lamar Jackson is wide open when him and Flacco were both on the field and Flacco didn't even look at him. Because Flacco doesn't like him. Exactly. Flacco's a jerk. And then there was one time where he was covered like glue and he threw a pass that left Jackson, if he went for it, high and dry and possibly would have gotten him hurt. Terrible. Go back to Delaware. Terrible. Yeah, go back to dodging taxes with all your low corporate tax rates and shit like that. Whatever you do, stupid. Hang out with John Clayton, you elite quarterback, quote unquote. Terrible. John so, Clayton, are they best friends? They used to call him elite quarterback like every week. Yeah. He's like, he's an elite quarterback. He's elite. And fucking, uh, the, he's like an orc from, uh, uh, from Lord of the Rings, Clayton. So, I couldn't stand him. Anyway, I'm sorry. If anything, he'd be a hobbit. Nah, he looks like an orc. But he's look so at, tiny. Look at his face and his ears. He looks like an orc. He hmm. does. Hmm. He does. I'm just saying, he's very tiny. But he's an orc. Tiny orc. Um, alright, I think that's it. They're the boys, right? Yep. We should have like an end boys like a, like a, like an end boys drop. That was terrible. But alright, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> our boys. <laughs> we're locking our boys back in the closet. Oh, that sounds terrible. <laughs> trust or bust and now we're locking boys in the closet. Great. Listen, trust or bust was innocent until you guys just ruined it. It was never innocent. Um, alright, all right, take I, a swap. The most innocent thing we did on podcast was Alan and Mitch. So. <laughs> that was the best one. <laughs> Um, alright, so yeah, you can find us, uh, at fantasy underscore lens on Twitter. We have, uh, fantasylenspod.com. Um, need more, don't tell me I ever need more energy. <laughs> um, we are fantasylenspodcast at gmail.com. We are on Facebook. Um, the best way to get us, like I said, is on Twitter. Um, ask us anything you want with, I mean, fancy lens, fancy football questions or any other questions. We don't care. We'll answer them all. And um, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So good luck this week, and we will see you next week.